1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
0: Anthony Sane is the host of the Anthony Sane Show on Bluff City Media. You need to be checking it out. The tribal chief of Grizz Twitter, long-time tribal chief, independent journalist, founder of Asylum Media Group, and father of five-star 2032 multi-sport prospect Gabe Sane, who's in the building as well. We got them both. Follow him on X at Sane Asylum. He joins us now, very eager to get to him. Uh, one in the books, saying, and one coming up tonight against the defending champion Denver Nuggets. What do you think about Wednesday night and how that went down? A lot of folks were panicking. A lot of folks were saying, "Stay calm." Which side were you on?
2: Man, you know, I, you know, I'm not tripping out that game. It's uh, a lot of stuff that we saw that night that you probably won't see again. Uh, we saw a lot of good things that I didn't really expect either. Um, with Stephen Adams going down, I expected the you know, tillman and Jaren lineup to not look like a lineup that can maintain. Mm-hmm. Those two on the court together was good. Like, if, if yeah. that's your starting front court, I don't really care what they do as far as the starter goes. But they definitely need, you know, more bigs. They need, they need one legitimate big. <clears throat> but I'm not necessarily sure he has to start. Like, I think that Tillman and Jaren can, can hold it down. If you look at those minutes, they look really good um, together. Um, I don't expect Luke Kennard to go over 5 from 3 again. I don't expect Jaron to be that bad. Jaron was terrible game one. I don't expect that to be him. Not even two games in a row. So. Yeah, you
0: were defending him on Twitter. I yeah, saw man. That. People a of, like a lot of folks attacking.
2: We him just we got to stop being silly when it comes down to Jaron, bro. It's like Jaron had an all star season last year, and, and when and during that stretch when Jai was out, dude was putting up Stood. some crazy numbers. He was stud. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and even in the playoffs, we we saw Jaron's numbers. Like, J- only thing that I'll say about Jaron that's indefensible is that Jaron is not a self-starter. You have to – he has to be motivated mm. by something. And, um, and he also kind of sticks to the script. Like, you started in Team USA. We've seen it with the Grizzlies forever. He's going to do whatever the game plan tells him to do. He's not going to go and say, okay, well, we need a bucket right here. Let me go get a bucket. Now, Coach says, Jaron, go get the next eight buckets. Jaron will go out there and attempt to go – he'll play the style that they ask him to play. Like, he, that's kind of what he is. And that's, I mean, I don't think that's ever going to change by him. But um, – I'm not I'm not concerned with him um not even in the short term as far as any of that goes cuz we we know we've seen the work he's put in to be, become a more diverse offensive player yeah. so I mean he's just they've got to they've got to make that effort to get him going early cuz if 100%. you don't he's not going to do it on, on his own he'll That's he'll, a
0: great point about not yeah. being a self-starter. They got they got yeah. Taylors just as much of And they
2: did that last year. Last year mm-hmm. they were they were making an initiative to get Jaron going super early. And I think they were super relying on the three including him. But I think that's something that they'll make those. They'll make those adjustments, and I'm not mad at all because this new offense they've got, they got some really good ball movement in the half court, and got some really good looks. They couldn't make anything. 5-21 on open. Yeah, looks. exactly. And I think those. Are, if you get twenty-one open looks every night, on most nights, you're gonna you're gonna you know knock those down. Uh, you know the, the, could, the Nuggets will probably not allow as many. Yeah, but, if, but the, 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 the picture, thing I'm saying is yeah. if you. If you if you were there were five or twenty one open looks right. Mm-hmm. If you make five more, there's fifteen more points. Oh yeah, right. Made from right. The, as opposed as opposed to misses, and there were a couple of opportunities where you're down eight. You got the ball. You missed a shot that would have put you down five. That would have tightened things up a little bit. There was, sure. was a lot of situations like that. Um, plus a nightmare matchup against New Orleans. That's when when you're when you've got front court issues. That's the worst team you want to you want to play against when you've got J V who's just a bull down low and and uh, Zion Williamson, who's, who can be in- incredible in stretches during those type of games. So, yeah, it, it wasn't the best matchup for us. But most of the teams you pl- you're going to play against are going to look like what you look like or even worse. Most teams, you, you, you've got a guy who's going to be – you're going to play a slight center like Jaron and some guy who's actually a small forward playing the four. So I think that depending on the night you're playing, you know, you're, you're going to see more teams that don't look like New Orleans and don't look like Denver mm-hmm. with, with, with Gordon and um, – and Jokic, you'll see teams that, have, that look like Washington, who's got, you know, just a, you know, a pretty average center. And a guy like uh, Kuzma, who's playing the four, who's really a wing. So I think you'll see more teams like that than what you'll see uh, these first couple games.
1: Uh, in terms of tonight, are you familiar with, uh, I assume you're familiar with the Ewing theory?
2: Uh, about how guys, you're better without certain guys.
1: Yeah, like your best player, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't play. So Canard's out tonight. So, <laughs> so uh, I was like,
2: where are you going with this? Because so, we know jobs go over twenty five. <laughs> so Canard, so where, where are you tonight.
1: going? Um, isn't it one of those deals though? And again, I'm I'm on Denver tonight mm-hmm. at, at a much different number. I heard, I heard you saying. But it is one of those sto- like, like those spots for a team that is like has the makeup of the Grizzlies right mm-hmm. now. It's a lot of new faces, so we'll see. Right. But in past years. This is sort of like the, the bounce, isn't it? Like, historically, this is the spot where a great team comes in. Grizzlies have no chance. they win. And they find a way I to- think they're
2: going to win tonight. Like, I, I this, this feels like one of those type of games, like what you're saying. Where they come in, they're back at home. They took a kick in the mouth the other night. You yep. know Jaren's going to be a lot better than he was the other night. You may not get the same thing from Tillman. Um... But you feel like somebody's gonna gonna have a big game. Can I'm, you tell me who, because I'd like to find out. I'd I can like see. To know. I can see Zaire having a good game. Okay, uh, Zaire. Smart. Smart had a really good game. He did the first night. Too. He shot
1: the ball pretty well. Yeah, he
2: had. He had. He's turnover happy, but you know. Yep. Like I said yesterday, I don't know who's. I don't know if I was on my show or somebody else's show, but I was talking about how uh, Marcus Smart's turnovers are like bad passes and things like that. Yes. Um that's a, a turnover to me. Like turnovers are always relative. Bad shots are turnovers to me. Like if you're coming down and you're taking bad shots and you know it goes the other way, that's a turnover too. So I, I can deal with that because his his he doesn't take the amount of bad shots like we're used to it in Exactly position. right. So um but yeah, I could I can totally see it, man. I don't know who else could would go off. Um uh, Conchar. I I'd assume we see some Conchar minutes today. I would got to, right? Cause... I would, if I would agree with this, I ain't gonna lie. I we kinda as fans we kinda think in, in in video game rationale as opposed to real life rationale. But mm-hmm. I would throw a guy like Gigi Jackson out there tonight. Wow. Oh, you're getting crazy with it. So you just trying to tank. No, no, no. I'm saying like he's <laughs> He could he could just kinda call some possible matchup stuff. Like, you know, you you you're short on the offensive end. You're short a lot of dudes, bro. You know no, what I mean? I agree.
1: I I would actually I would actually I don't know if it'll help him win the game. But I'd rather play him than Conchar. Yeah,
2: exactly. I mean, like I would. Yeah.
1: I, I agree with you there because Conchar is a
2: wrap. Yeah, just throw You that's got a over. six nine, six nine athletic, young, yeah. energetic body out there. Let him go out there and get some minutes. And even if he does. messes up, whatever, yeah, just, like to yeah, it's, grow. That's fine. Yeah. You know,
1: I mean, it's I'm, honestly. Is, he, it,
2: is will he be any worse than Jake Laravia was tonight? Can't, oh, he can't. <laughs> <be>. <laughs> Come on, man. Because
1: that's that's my fear tonight. It's like, dude, we're about to get so many Laravia right. and Conchar minutes. Like, if
2: I see Jake Laravia on the island just fouling dudes because he can't just <laughs> all right, I can't guard this dude foul. <laughs> if I see him do that one more time, I Lose Bro, brain. you know christian brown going to do him oh, in oh yeah oh yeah it's going to be uh, uh christ on christ climb my yeah, cuz that's what that's what happens Oh. you know what i'm saying
1: like one one uh, white player rises above when he sees the other, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. It's like I
2: have to prove, <laughs> like Larry Bird said, "Don't put a white boy on me." Like, the eggs, like bro, mm.
1: and that's what Brown's gonna be saying. that I went, "If LaRabia's out there on him, I had a
2: nice little pun, and y'all just let this slide by." Too. Yeah, I, it was good. White Christian Brown? Yes. Yeah. Laravia Christian?
1: Yes. It was solid. It was I mean, definitely. It was. It was. Do, <laughs> do you do you
0: fault the organization at all at this point, and especially knowing what we know about mm-hmm. Roddy and the fact that it doesn't seem like they're comfortable with him, or at least putting him out there, mm-hmm. that they didn't go out and get some front court death before this started.
2: Yeah, I think they've kind of I think they for, for once of all, for another thing too, we found out about the Adam stuff Sunday. When we found out. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they knew about it. I had to or pull. had knew there's a chance of it well before we did. You know what I mean? Like coming in the coming in the camp. When, when you – on um, on media day when Adam, when they're saying, yeah, Steven's going to be back, Adam's like, I don't know, mate. He's uh, so like,
0: irresponsible yeah, he if said, I said – He
2: said the he, total opposite of what they're saying, you know, yes. because he knows his body. I'm sure that they knew that there was some chance they needed a big. I think they've had it set in their mind that regardless of what happens, we're not going to cut anyone to add a roster spot. We're not going to make a trade to add a roster spot. We're going to eat these first five games regardless of what they look like. We're going to get, on that that, get Wait now. on the exception to come up with a job, and we'll make our move from there. I think they've known – this spot. Just because they haven't – because, like I said, if, just because you knew what was coming doesn't mean you had to – because you would have to either cut a guy and eat salary or you would have to make a trade and possibly send a – because, you know, guys like Lar- LaRavia, Roddy, if you trade those guys, you gotta, you're you going to have to send something with those guys to get somebody back if mm-hmm. somebody's going to take them on their roster. So I guess they just said, hey, we'll take – we know these five after these five games
0: so – That we're going to get this extra we spot. We can sign
2: another guy anyway. These yep. guys are sitting on the couch. Nobody's knocking down their door. So – and we'll probably make some type of handshake agreement. They, Whoever they're going to sign, they probably already had this conversation with that person anyway. Do you think that person will that be time. good
0: enough that after the 25 games they keep him cut Lofton? Because you're going to have to cut somebody, right?
2: Yeah, um, that's going to be interesting to see. They've pretty much shown <laughs> the first game they've shown how much I think they've what had. What is Lofton. wrong? Is no this a no
0: doghouse deal or what? Man, I was. Out of, came to, out of shape and they're mad? I mean, did they not this watch Summer punishment? League, bro?
2: I mean. Lofton. What's up? When we acquired Lofton my initial response on draft night when we acquired him I was like that kid doesn't fit what they do like why did they get him like I was that was my original thought like every, everyone understands the cult following he has even in college yeah I'm a member of Junior Mafia as well but I was like that kid doesn't fit what the grizzlies do that's not the typical grizzlies acquisition not not even in a sign trade draft anything that's not the type of guy they normally get and I just think I think this, I think we're just seeing that through Coach Jenkins. I, I think he I don't think he really knows what to do with that type of player who's an undersized scoring big like that. I don't really think he knows what to do with it. And I don't really think he values him. And I think he's letting the front office know I don't really have, <laughs> know what y'all want me to do with him. And I, I don't agree with that. I just think that's what he's doing. I just think he's kind of clearly letting them know uh, once y'all get another big here I don't, I'm not going to use him at all so mm-hmm. do what y'all need to do. Plus he's I mean, just being honest, he's the easiest contract to let go of. I think he's guaranteed for this season for maybe $2 million, and then after that, it's not guaranteed. So he'll be the easiest guy to wave out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Junior. I think a lot of people here in the city do. You can't look at him and not think about Zach Randolph, of course. And I think because of that, he's endearing to us. Plus, he's just like a... Pudgy-faced kid with red, <coughs> red dreadlocks. And you, I mean, he's just one of those dudes that you just want to cheer for. Trained you know what by I mean?
0: a tiger and Omar Sneed. Exactly. this just even yeah. adds more to it. And the it's just, he, he just
2: one. feels like he's supposed to be here. It feels like feels like we're supposed to just kind of uh-huh. keep him around. You know what I mean? But um,
0: you think the writing's on the wall?
2: Yeah, I think I think it'll be a matter of time before right. he's gone. Um, but um, I th- I do think I do feel like they're going to sign someone in the coming weeks or whatever once their five-game uh, threshold is met. And I think whoever it is. I don't really care. I think it'll be fine. I think that tillman Jaren works, but you have to have another big because after that, you don't have any other bigs, and Tillman's not even a true big really at all. He just works with Jaren, So I think you need another uh, true 6'10", 6'11", beefy, you know, oh, yeah, big just get just, just to go out there and just do the ugly stuff. So, and you know, it'll probably be somebody with familiarity, somebody like a Gorgie Jang or somebody that's been through here before, one of those type of guys. Um, I know... Chris Harrington made up a valid point with uh, Noah Vonleh. He was talking about he's you know six ten, seven foot, seven something wingspan. Um, he's got the same agent as Bane and Ja, so I'm sure that their agent is is probably trying to climb to the top of the pile to get their their client over here. But I think he's in China right now too. I don't think I think they're gonna go really simple on, mm-hmm. on whoever they bring in. I don't think it's gonna be anything extravagant. Uh, I don't think it's gonna be a Boogie Cousins. I don't think it's gonna be a guy who's gonna want the ball and right. It's going to be somebody who just want to come in and which want me to do coach get rebounds okay cool right. Okay, Yeah, somebody like that. Just just, okay. just going you know,
1: to played real minutes with the Suns last
2: year? Yeah. I mean. And I know people are saying all these names like let's go get uh uh Robert mm-hmm. Williams or go get uh Mitchell Robinson these type of guys. The Knicks are not trading Mitchell. Robinson. Yeah, and they're not tra- trading them easily either. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, you're not going <laughs> to I and don't the think they to Williams. Yeah. I think if the I'm going to say this, and I'm, I was going to say this on my show too, but uh, I know people are going to cra- uh like, get on me for saying this, but I think that if the Grizzlies make – I want y'all to think about I want y'all to think about this before you speak on this, really, because this is what I think the Grizzlies are really about to do. If the Grizzlies make a move where they're moving an asset, where they're moving, like, real assets, right, like draft picks, multiple players, all those type of things, they're not going to do that for a guy. When Then you're still going to have Steven Adams on your roster next year plus this other big that you just acquired.
0: Yeah, move Steven, you, too.
2: That you're paying $15 million for all these mm-hmm. type of things. <laughs> I think with the Grizz, if, if they do anything big this year, it will not be four or five. I think it's going to be for a guy that can play. It's going to be for a versatile forward who, who could play the four-order three, who, can, who also can play with Jaron that could cover up some of his uh, rebounding issues. And the reason why I say that is, if you look at what they're doing now, when you've got Zaire and Marcus Smart on the court, I think that even though I believe Marcus Smart can guard bigger wings, I think they want someone that depending on the matchup can slide down and guard a bigger wing to allow Smart to play a smaller guard who's yeah, on the ball. That would be ideal. Right. And I think if you get I'm not gonna name off guys because I don't want people to, I don't want this to turn into a sound bite where I'm saying we're about to go get so and so. But if you go get guys who are in that six eight, six nine range, who can defend multiple positions and rebound, um, that may be what the future degrees just looks like. I know I know when they got Jaron here, their original plan was for Kyle Anderson to be the four and Jaron to be the five, with Kyle being a guy that can, they can guard up or down. I, could, I, if I They're going to do anything. There's a lot of guys I'm looking at where that could fit into. But I think that's what the, if they make a big move, it's going to be for a guy like that. Interesting. As opposed to going to get a guy who just kind of covers Jaron's deficiencies and that's really all he does. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like you're having two bigs on the court and the other big is just to cover what Jaron can't do. Because Steven Adams, offensively, yes, he sets screens. Yes, he makes great passes out of the post. But other than that, he's really – you can't give the ball to Steven Adams and he, like, makes something happen, like, as far as scoring points. So I kind of think – I kind of feel like the the Grizzlies might use this as an opportunity to kind of move in that direction. That's not based on anything, but I just can't see them investing draft picks and, like, multiple players on the roster to sway a team to give them Mitchell Robinson or Robert Williams. I can't, like – they're not yeah. going to trade, like, a Luke Kennard and future draft picks and maybe a Brandon Clark contract. Yeah, I, don't, no, I, I, don't, I mean, it would take yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think you're going to do that. Like, And people don't understand that to get that type of player here, that's something you're going to do. Right. Portland's not going to just give you – you just can't say, okay, we'll give you or Roddy. No you know, question. You, you, you,
1: don't or, have, <laughs> like, you don't have the, unfortunately, you don't have yeah. the assets yeah, to make you that don't. type of a move. Yeah, like, and I, I think, think
2: if they make that type of move, it would be for someone that can play with Jaron, but it's not a center. Right. They'd allow Jaron to be the five on paper.
1: Yeah, I don't really think right. Rob and Jaron would, you know, it's not a great fit sort of long term. Yeah, I don't
2: think they're going that right route at all. But I'm seeing a lot of people getting excited about those type of moves. and
1: I do love me some Rob Williams. Though. I'm, a, I'm a, <laughs> Oh, yeah.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
2: Huge sure. fan of him. Yeah, if, in a perfect world, sure I like him to be on my team. Yes. But I don't. I don't think the Grizzlies are going
1: to make. But like program. you got, you always got to consider other teams. Like Golden State needs a rim protector, right? Mm-hmm. And if they ever decided to make a move, they can offer Marcus Moody. They can offer Kaminga. They mm-hmm. can offer a lot of the young players. Yeah, there are teams
2: swoop that are in. are intriguing. You real stuff. Yeah, the, don't the Grizzlies know.
1: don't have any young players that are intriguing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, like,
2: right. like there's like there's you, you can't sell that. We've got a game of Zaire looking like he could play. and yeah, that's about like, all we get. Yeah, 100. <laughs> like as far as I mean, you got certain guys like Santi who. I I think, are off the table. You're I do not think trading gonna, him, yeah. Then he, he doesn't even have a contract that's worth anything anyway.
1: Exactly right. That's,
2: a, that's another thing, too. These guys that have these deals. You can't match it. Yeah, there's nothing no there's nothing to match with those
1: guys. Yeah, I mean the Grizz are in a tough spot, man. It is yeah. what it, it happened. You know, it, this, didn't, this didn't happen on draft night. This yeah. didn't have. You know, and I think maybe that's where the criticism is, right, that you didn't, you didn't handle the Steven Adams injury well. You know, I don't know if they had, they advise no surgery or what have you, but, like, you put yourself in a situation where you have two hands tied behind your back now because the season's here, it's rolling, and you have no good options. You have no good answers. And don't want to play Lofton. Yeah. Right, you
0: so have right. even fewer and options. If,
1: and, if, and if maybe you had gone the surgery route, you know, mm-hmm. You ha- you, ha- you he's ready. You have a much better you know understanding of mm-hmm. you know, and now it's like you're just dependent on guys that you know may or may not be able. It was and X is not bad. Well, I think that's just... what
0: wasn't that the story though. That's why he held on because if he gone on and had the surgery, he's still gonna be out for the season anyway. He would uh, been out so the season.
1: Like, he was and, holding out hope, right? right. 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 That mm-hmm. he would have been out for the upcoming season anyway. Yeah,
0: that was the that's right.
1: Her, Harrington and the rest of them, or at that's the, kind of the narrative okay, that's out well. there. He would
2: have been back like maybe for the playoffs type stuff.
1: Okay, but, but he would have missed. He would have missed yeah.
2: most of the regular season for
1: sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess in that, situ- in that situation, it's mm-hmm. all the same. But right. I don't know. It's just you know, it, it's a little unfortunate that you didn't really get the news until now. Right? Because if he, if he was on draft night, you could have swung some stuff. You know what I'm saying? You, you were low
0: acting like that. Everybody, there had been rumblings about this for a while. Know, I'm that's sure why there just, were. That's why I asked you yeah. the question. Should they have gone a little Because
1: he was but, not like he was not gung ho about he that. Told folks day. It'd Yeah, be like,
0: irresponsible to say I'm back. For sure. Yeah. Like yeah. like saying said going against
1: what sort of the organization was no saying. No question. That he um, looks good and ready. Yeah. The, it, it's a point. You know, grind, brother. I mean, do we just move on from that? Yeah, I mean,
2: man, that, that's that's uh, all the all the little bro, little sons, grind son, with son, all <laughs> so, Don't like that. I, I, no, man, nah, I, hate, dude, I don't. hate. I hate like nicknames based on huh. another grown ass man. All that is like. It's also like, that's not the time anymore, Yeah, bro. like Marcus like, Smart is like, he's not a kid, bro. Like Marcus smart has been in the league like the 10 grind, years. brother. Yeah, it's like, no, man. That like, sounds
1: uh, like, you know what I'm saying? That sounds like. And like then it uh, just sounds
2: goofy. Like, it it's does. not
1: cool. Yeah. Like, a, like a bad superhero or something. Here comes the grind, brother. It's <laughs> our
0: wrestling, uh, you know,
1: sort of our wrestling and mantra then, around And then, here. bro, we we give nicknames like, ba- like we're bad at it. Like, we're bad at choosing we who gets been. the nickname. Dude, Jamal Franklin got the grind son nickname. Do you even know who that is? No,
2: I remember Jamal Franklin.
1: He He stunk. Like, for what? (laughs)
2: <laughs> and we give him that nickname. That, That's when we were desperately just trying to crown. Trying to latch on to, exactly. Exactly. to a yeah, next dude. generation. Exactly. That's back when we just drafted. Look at, we're desperate for a star. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we
1: were clearly anybody.
2: I mean, Jamal Franklin, second round pick. <laughs> gun, we, we hey, just giving anybody a nickname out here. Jamal Franklin was averaging like fifty a game in China. Yeah, yeah China. <laughs> so, so, let me
0: ask you this: At what point would would you be a little bit more? Because because you, you're not. It doesn't sound mm. like you'd even be concerned if they went to zero and two tonight. We've talked about mm. that. We wouldn't be either. But is there a point? Where it does, is there a record through this first 25 games where, you're, where Anthony Sane is concerned about where things stand? You know, Is um, there something, a, a failing they can do through this first 25 where, where you're, you are pushing more of a panic button?
2: If we go get another big and free agency and they're still showing some of the issues they're showing now, okay. that would be a problem, of course. I just don't think that's going to be the case, though. Like, seeing how good Bain was other no night. No question. Man, that dude was, was looking st- like, I remember all-star. when, when Bill on Bill was like a big thing. We were like, hey, let's go, we need a Bradley Bill. Like that, De- Desmond Bain is what we thought Bradley Beal would be, if not even better. When we were hollering about Beal on Beal, and we'll win championships if we get Bradley Beal. Like he's that dude was incredible, and I think that's something that's clearly repeatable. He, was. he wasn't taking bad shots. He was scoring. He was taking shots within rhythm, knocking down shots. He was five of ten, and I could see him going seven, eight of ten. Yeah, you know, yeah. with the type of shooter he is, because he didn't take any bad looks at all that night. Um, I think, like I said, Jaron's gonna turn it up. We know what he's able to doing. Marcus Smart looked hella good. Um those two sharing the 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 ball handling, Bane the Smart, mm-hmm. that worked. Uh, I think Derrick Rose is going to be fine. I just don't think this is a I don't think this is a a, a bad team. I don't think this I don't think I'm I don't anticipate any okay. major struggles from this team. Now finding their footing with these big man injuries, that type of stuff is, is you know, once they get through that, I think they'll be fine. I just think you got to weather that storm. Get Sante back out there. Get you another uh, big and free agency, and just kind of you know see where you are, and then you're gonna have to make a decision between these two sorry dudes and Roddy and Ravia. Which one of my one of y'all am I gonna play? Cause I'm not gonna keep playing both of y'all. It's Roddy. He's the better player. Laravia's terrible. Now, I cannot look at him and not see Walker Kessler. But I haven't got to the point where I don't I see Walker Kessler with him. Because I, I think know. that was the biggest layup of a draft pick that you actually did walk up to the... To you you selected him. Yeah, you walked up to the to the uh, podium mm-hmm. and selected this dude, and you sent him out on a deal to go get this... I don't even know what they thought he... I guess they thought he could be a Mike Miller-type dude. I was out on Jake Arabia when I heard him say that he didn't make his high school varsity team until he was a junior in high school. I was like, all right. That's pretty tough. That dude's been sorry for a long yeah, time. Yeah, but, man. I mean, Michael Jordan was cut from his middle nah, school team. No, but Michael team. Jordan was also scoring 40 in JV. And that was back when that school just didn't allow yeah, kids man. of a certain grade to play varsity. It wasn't because he wasn't good enough.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I've never <laughs> seen. A, I've never seen a glimpse. Like I, nah, that, man. that light bulb ain't fl- even flickering nah. for him. You he know. Just,
2: he looks like he won a contest to go play in the NBA game. He doesn't look like—and he's tall. I mean, he's—you know—he's he's very
1: tall. He's like—he's like, oh man. Yeah. Uh, they, they maybe this guy will actually make the half court nah. shot from the crowd. You know what that's I'm what saying? Him. He
2: looks like a dude who hit a half court shot. <laughs> and the, the prize was you get to go play in a Grizzlies game.
1: Yes, bro. That's what he is. That's,
2: yeah, he does doesn't—he's—he just doesn't. You know, I mean, sometimes they will wrong. have.
1: Sometimes they'll pick people that you think might actually get it to the rim. Yeah. That's what Jake looks like. Yeah. He's, you know what I'm saying?
2: Nah, man. I, I don't have any confidence in him at all. Like I said, he. Looks Looks, only time he looks good is when he's playing against eleven through fifteens, when he's out there with, with other guys. He so didn't it. even look great in summer league, bro. Like Yeah. And all he really has to do is be a dude that can catch, catch and shoot threes. Dude. Yeah. You passing the ball and he's kicking it back out. Like, dude, yeah. that's what you're out there for. Take that shot. Like he he's passing those shots up. Like there's no other reason for you to be out here that, other than to shoot the ball. And he's in the game one, he was scared to do that too. So I'm like, all right, man. Yeah. Enough. Enough of Jacob Ravy. All right. I know a lot of people
1: uh will be excited to hear this news that uh what 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 are we calling them too broke to go?
2: <laughs> too broke for tickets. Too broke, too for, broke tickets. for tickets. Too, too broke for tickets, man. It's back again. Uh the ultimate opportunity to fly in the city of Memphis. You know, yes, Memphis, we sir. love to flodge, we love the stunt. Yes, sir. We love all those type of things. Uh what better opportunity uh than to go down to the FedEx forum, party on the plaza before the game okay. with everybody and then when everybody starts going in. You just walk over across the street to Hooters, <laughs> watch the game, have fun with me and, and the guests who will be there. Uh the people guys from Nine One Wrestling said they're gonna be there. I'm excited about that. Dig that. Uh, you know, I, I'm excited about all of it, man. Like I said, you can you can put you can put your gear on. Yeah. You, you get ten percent off your, your ticket if you have Grizzlies gear on. You got beer, Hooters girls, like I said, you, you, you can play you can fly like you going to the game That's with everybody right. else. That's right. And then when there's long security lines that they take about an hour anyway That's to go right. through, you can slide on over to Hooters man, get you a spot. Then after the game, when everybody's out there partying on the pavilion again and, walking, back. and walking down, you know, walking down Bill and all that, you can slide right back in the mix and, and act like you were at the game. No, nah, G- that opportunity?
0: Gabe is a big Hooters fan.
2: Uh, Gabe is a Hooters fan. He won't be there with me tonight. I'm not Uh-oh. sure if he knows that or not. But Uh-oh. He, Gabe is a big Hooters guy. The Hooters girls love him as well. They mm. are. You know, typically, like, like guys want to take pictures with the Hooters girls. Like yes. They want to take pictures with Gabe, so he's he's kind of a local celebrity when it comes down. To so you're going to public you to appearances.
1: You're solo dolo tonight. Yeah, I'm,
2: I'm pulling. I'm pulling up solo, man. Gabe will not be with me tonight. Watch out. No, nah, don't do all. Day.
1: Look out. <laughs> hey, based on what
0: we've seen of the uh, early NBA, all the rest of the teams, you got a MVP pick for us.
2: Oh, Giannis. I think I think Dame is going to make him look incredible this year. I think Dame is going to make and Dame could be Dame MVP. ain't going to be so good that Nah, I don't. You splitting or you I, know, think, I think that, I, feel, uh, like, yeah, I, get I feel like I feel like Dame, Dame hurt so him last night with what he did. Yeah. I get that, but I nine? think I, I mean, think once was... they turn up and teams kind of adjust to Dame being on that team, it's going to make things so easy for Giannis because things the way teams regard Giannis in the past, you just can't do that anymore with Dame on the
1: court. Yeah, I mean he had thirty nine, bro. I mean yeah. that's to so so thirty nine and, and finished him off. Yeah. He was the closer. I think I think the order's going to go you get? Joker, Tatum, Luca. That's what I think. Yeah, I want to
2: put Luka— Man, Bro, look a triple-double. He had a triple-double. They're, they're
0: not going to be top four in Dallas the West. That
2: going to be terrible, man. You have to be top, what what top four. What did Westbrook win it when he w- – Yeah, know, he averaged a triple-double. I know. Double, I know, and that I know. Was a the novelty double. of that gave him MVP. I know, but
1: they weren't they like fifth in the West or something? Might have been. Yeah, I think I, they were like sixth in the West. Yeah, like, they were like pretty – In so,
0: incredible so, circumstances with that triple-double he was averaging.
1: I mean, look, I think Tatum has a real shot at it because a wing has not won it since, I want to say, Durant – like a true wing is – because I'm not – I mean, I guess if you want to count Harden, you count Harden as a wing, he's more of a two guard. But I guess we can count Harden. Yeah. So, so Harden is the last one. So, anyway, it uh, should, uh, should be a fun night downtown yeah. at uh, Hooters with our man Anthony Saint. Early start tonight. It yeah. is 6 p.m. I don't
2: mind the early starts. Okay. Sometimes. I'm just saying get
1: down there to see you. Oh, you early. better get
2: down there early, man.
1: Yeah, get down there early. No yeah. doubt about it.